This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get an all-access experience with player interviews, exclusive practice information, and post-game analysts with the source you can't find anywhere else. This is South Philly Sauce. Hosted by Flyers Game Day host Ashlyn Sullivan and Philly sports radio legend Al Morganti. And Torts called Joel Farabee a very prepared player this morning, and that really seems to be what he's taking charge of this season. And Al actually caught up with Joel Farabee in the locker room this morning, so let's hear about it. Pretty good start to the season, uh, Torts mentioned it here. What's it like playing that line you're with right now? What's the kind of the chemistry that you have? Yeah, um, you know, I feel like we've just been really good in the D zone. Uh, obviously, you know, Kate, Katie and Coots are, are very similar. They're just very solid in the D zone, so we haven't spent much time there. And, um, you know, I feel like in the offensive zone, we've just been been really close to each other. You know, 10-foot plays, uh, little cycle plays, and, it, it you know, uh, in, in terms of a game, it, it, it tires their D out, and, th- and that's when we can make our plays. So uh, just try and, try and stay with what we're doing, uh, you know, try not to get uh, – too creative with it just you know keep using our hard work to create plays and we'll go from there not too creative but it looks pretty creative when you watch him stand pretty creative stuff going on I guess it's just the basics kind of going to the top yeah I mean I you know I think a lot of it's uh you know the first you know maybe 15 seconds of our shift is grinding down low and then you know we, we win one of the battles and then then the plays really open up so like I said it, it's we're staying close to each other you know if one guy you know loses the puck you know two guys are within 15 feet of them trying to get it back so I think if you continue to do that you're going to keep turning over pucks and um, you know that'll, that'll help you out. What's more comfortable for you this year? You miss so much time then coming in. I mean you're a young player but don't take this the wrong way. It seems like you've been here for a long time. You're a young player. What's, what are you more comfortable with in your game right now? Um, yeah I mean right now kind of you know like we talked about uh, you know I just have some really good chemistry with my line mates. I feel like my conditioning obviously compared to last year is a lot better so I feel like I have that extra jump in my legs to get on pucks and things like that so um, you know obviously it's my fifth season so I'm just you know really feeling comfortable especially year two with Torts too just his system and what he expects uh, you know I, I kind of understand what, what he demands every night and um, you know so for me I can really just go out there and play. Does it make a big difference to have a coach a couple years in a row to really get into something like that? 100%. You know, I think last year was a little bit of a learning curve for everybody, um, you know, top down, uh, just trying to get a new system, you know, uh, that can be challenging for anybody. So this year, I, you know, coming into camp, I feel like everyone knew, you know, what to expect, um, you know, h- how we have to play to win games. And, you know, if you do that, you give yourself a chance to win every night. Cool. So it's funny when you talk about Joel Farabee or, or you talk to him, it, it seems like this is this mature guy, and he has been here five years, but he is still so young. So, like, you want to call him a veteran, but he, but he's really not. But he is because he's been here five years. Five years is a long time <laughs> in, in, in this league anymore. But, yeah, it's been uh, – and the injury. Yeah. That's what really threw everything back. It's like start over, you go to step one again. Mm-hmm. But he, uh, he really has turned into a solid citizen mm-hmm. um, that understands the game. You know – well, you do it all the time when you talk to players. You talk to football players, baseball players, whomever. There are certain players that you always go to who will, even if you, even if you're not, if I'm not up on their game plan or whatever, they'll talk you through it and make you understand better what's going on. Mm-hmm. And he's one of those guys. 
it's funny that usually those guys, ironically, goaltenders tend to be like that, to see everything in front of them. If you notice when you, when you do post-game interviews, a lot of people ask questions to goaltenders as if they're the coach. Yeah. <laughs> because they're seeing everything laid out in front of yeah. them all the time, and, and they're kind of a separate, all I have to do is stop the puck on, watch this, what do you see? And a lot, a lot of goaltenders will talk like that. And Farabee's become, to me, if I want to know, you know, what's going on here? Why are you guys playing like this? What's your new, uh, what's the new way you're going to forecheck against a certain team? Uh, like you know, Carolina is going to come in. You're going to do something different against them because you can pin them in a little bit. But he's really, uh, he's really a student of the game. And I really like that with young players that really know the intricacies of it. Yeah, well, he's, he's talking like a veteran. Yeah. Because a lot of times you do have to depend on the vets in the locker room to be honest, to elaborate, to be truthful with what's going on and, and know how to deliver it in a media message. Yeah. I mean, a Sean Couturier, a Cam Atkinson is, gosh, TV darling, ready yeah. for it. Yeah. Travis Konechny, um, you have your go-to guys, and it has been cool to see Joel Farabee kind of take that upon himself. Yeah. I mean, I've been through so many players. I love the players that can take a dumb question and make it sound like it was a good question. Exactly, because they get a lot of them from us they, normally. Uh, I yeah. asked a lot of dumb questions, <laughs> and then you get you get the guy, the veteran, that says, "Are you trying to say this?" Oh, yeah. yeah, that's you know what exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Absolutely, and a guy that has been a little shocking in that regard, I guess, on the honesty front, has been Cam York. I go back to our media day interview with him, where he was so honest of how messy at times it was yeah, in yeah. the past for the Flyers. And this is a guy who his play at times is messy and talked about it this morning, balancing Cam York, defensive-minded, wanting him to take offensive chances, but at times taking those offensive offensive chances cost him, cost the team. How do you balance that? Torts is like, yeah, I don't know right now. Yeah, York's an interesting duck <laughs> to, begin, <laughs> to begin with. Uh, he, he's entertaining as heck. He is. Whether he we're is. on the ice or off the ice, he's a, he's a fun guy. Um, I think basically what that boils down to is uh, score, time and score uh, when you can do certain things. Spe- defense is, I mean, those guys, they make a mistake. We, see, we saw it last game. I mean, a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you make a, a mistake and it, and it buries you. Um, but, uh, it, and again, towards is being careful to not kind of put a harness on them at yeah. times, but you just know the score and know, you know, know what go, know what's going on. It's almost, if you, it's almost like in baseball for guys or people that have played baseball, no matter where you are, it could be in a little league game or a world series and somebody will yell out to you if you're at, and I'm, I was an infield or there's two outs just to remind you of time and place. It, and, it, and yeah. yeah. So you just have to be that guy to, to kind of, and you have to, as a defenseman, you always have to know that. And if it was in baseball terms, how many outs are there were, but in talkie terms, how much time and where, what's the score? Yeah. Do we take that chance or not? So um, more and more people are taking it because you watch, and especially, I'm not so concerned because it's early season. If you watch all around the league right now, there's awful plays. I mean, it's just wide open. And you see goals going in, the guys taking shots from God knows where because their defensive responsibilities aren't nailed down yet. Mm -hmm. So I'm not that worried. But that's the kind of mistake if you make it in October. Okay, live with that. Maybe early November even. But as you get to the playoffs, big games like that, that can happen. And I think you, you have to coach that out now. Right. And I think that's why Torts is pointing it out. And it's so true. Boosh was talking about this at practice today. He was talking about the TNT game last night, the Devils game. And oh. he was saying there were goals going in that have zero excuse oh. to go in. Oh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> How messy it was. Yeah, that was an, that, that game was like every goal was scored on one end of the ice. Yeah. 
It was unbelievable. Yeah. It was one period, next period, next period. So it's crazy. But that's that is true. Early in the year, you're going to see stuff, crazy stuff like that. And that's why I think it's a little forgiving at the mm -hmm. moment. And now the Flyers, they get ready. Minnesota Wild at home Thursday night, and then you have Anaheim at home on Saturday. And you know they just went through a mini gauntlet of two teams, really tough teams on yeah. the road. Now these are two teams where you feel like you should be able to win these games at home. Yeah, well, Minnesota's scoring goals. Um, they started and, rough. They're getting better. Yeah, yeah. Minnesota's a strange team. It's like every year can't figure them out. Yeah. They're, they're a good team, but they never seem to take that next step. Mm -hmm. And I think they've done the GM's done a great job bringing people in, goaltending options that they have. Um, but it, they they're not going to be judged till the playoffs. Yeah, and that's just they play a really solid game. So that'll be tough for them. Anaheim's a <laughs> Anaheim's a different bird altogether. Um, young Zegris, uh, Drysdale. I mean, they've got some terrific young players, and that's what they Flyers would have to be on the guard against. That that those fancy. I know, I you know Tortorella says he doesn't like the Michigan or whatever, like the, the Zegris type of thing. But um, actually, Zegris went up to Tortorella last year, and you know they came, went over and you know shook hands or whatever. They were, he's fine hey, with it. Yeah, doesn't doesn't. I love those plays, but th they've got a couple of guys that can really throw that at you. Yeah. So of of all the teams, that's the one that you don't want to get embarrassed by somebody up front doing something like that to you. Mm -hmm. So they should be at, and it's an it's a one o'clock one o'clock game too. Yeah. That's an odd thing, and a West Coast team coming here. So yeah, it's a. I think it'll be a good show. I. I I, I think Anaheim in the future will be a really good show. Mm -hmm. um, I like watching that. It might draw, drive Tortorella crazy and some others, but I, I love watching some of the stuff, some of the way they play. When I watched, uh, Jer you mentioned Jersey pre last night. Yeah. I watched Hughes. Like, oh, man, that's just, that's just so good. Yeah. It's just so good. So, I mean, they get some potential there. So, it's, uh, I think it's good for the league to have, uh, to have stuff that's going on. The league's had a good start Yeah. with the uh, – um, every night, everybody played. The frozen now, frenzy. That was yeah. Cool. It's kind of. I liked it for one night, but I think if you're a season ticket holder, I don't think you want to have like a game at seven forty-five, eight fifty. I mean, once a year, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. It, it was. It was neat. It got a lot of attention. It did. Yeah. I was a little confused. I think just as a general viewer of sports, one why Tuesday night, two opening night of basketball. I thought it was yeah, weird scheduling yeah. that you're going up against that. But I mean, there's so much sports going on now. When can you even pick a day? Because football on it seems like every day of the week at this point yeah so you really only have two options no and, and um i think hockey's had a bit of a resurgence i know some of the uh like we're doing a podcast or whatever and i think a lot of people like the new the new game a yeah. more wide open game no i agree and i think it's expanding countrywide i can speak coming from south florida you know growing up Florida Panthers, Tampa Bay Lightning, no one really watched. No one really cared. Well, and now they can't. What about the Lightning than the baseball team? Big time. <laughs> yeah. It's flipped. Yes. And not to say that the Miami Marlins and the Rays had this rabid fan base, right. but it definitely was 1A, 1B, and it has flipped the past five years. And I think a team like Carolina, Carolina Hurricanes. I have friends yeah. that moved to Raleigh that they go every weekend. It's like a social event yeah. now for people in their 20s, which I couldn't speak to that a couple of years ago. They have to win. Yeah. And that's the uh, that's the caveat that you don't usually have in Philly, Boston, Chicago. Well, Chicago's now going to get back on track. Mm -hmm. Detroit actually lost some attendance, but those other markets, it's like you got to win. The small uh, markets, and yeah. that's why it's so critical to get into the playoffs. Yeah. Even if it's a one round mm -hmm. to see what it's like in the playoffs, to get excitement. that that atmosphere yeah. of the playoffs, which is why I never have a problem with adding playoff teams. I'm all for, if you told me every team's going to make the playoffs, I'm like, I'm in. Right. <laughs> 
Well, yeah. I mean, the Panthers are a great example of that. Yeah. If you saw that atmosphere, you wouldn't think yeah. that was in. Yeah, I mean, Philly. Philly can complain that you knocked out in the baseball series by an Arizona team, and, but last year you were that Arizona team. Right. They come in, and so baseballs become like hockey. Yeah. Just get in. Just get in. Just and get you in. Never know what's you happen. never know what's going to happen, and, and it's a party. It is.